0: What's up, everyone? Mega Man here. Sunday Funday, everyone. Yo, I know it's been a minute. Everyone's been blowing me up. Mega Man, when's the next episode? Mega Man, what's the next episode? Well, you're going to get an episode, all right? But lately, Mega Man's been MIA. You know, just been focused on work and living life and spending time with the family. And uh, a lot of people tell me, hey, Mega Man, what's going on? How's your podcast doing? Everything's going good. Going through a transition. Uh, Honestly, I've been scheduling people to come on, um, getting everything situated. Because um, with my work, my schedule changed. So now going back to overnights where now I can go on the grind. And um, I have a lot of major people coming on, on the Mega Man's podcast. Also, the megam After Dark, but also going to be doing some guest appearances. And I just got the green light. Megaman will be on Rodium Radio's podcast hopefully by this year. So be on the lookout. And um, I'm going to bring a, a lot of the who's who's to come on. So be on the lookout for that. But, you know, to be honest, lately, just been working living life and spend time with the family and just kind of relaxing, you know, just uh <sighs> there's going to be an episode. um I think it's going to be episode 203, The Mega Man's Life. I know a lot of people were asking me, when are you going to put out the make another episode of The Mega Man's Life? And I think it's going to be probably next week because you never know what you're gonna get on the Mega Man's Live because usually I go on a rant, usually I just talk about personal things or, or what's been going on with my life lately. So um uh, there's a lot of things I'm gonna talk about and also there's going to be um there's some stuff I'm gonna talk about Because there were some accusations in the crappier community. And that episode will be out hopefully, probably next Sunday. Or if not, the following Monday. So be on the lookout for episode 202 of the Mega Man's Live. Because like I said, you never know what you're going to get. And um, a lot of people were asking me. What happened with you and the crappier community, you're probably gonna wait until you hear episode 203, but I'll give you a tease. <sighs> to be honest, just Mega Man had to part ways, but um, I'll let you know the unfold in the situations why I parted ways. Alright. So everyone be on the lookout for episode 203 of the Mega Man's Life. Mega Man will be on the Rodeo Radio. Get ready for the Mega Man After Dark. Get ready for a lot of major people to come on. And um, just rate and review. Leave me some stars. Leave a comment. Even if it's good or bad. Don't matter. I'm just doing whatever I can um, to make the podcast better. And um, merch is going to be coming soon. I know I've been talking about it for months. It's coming soon. So I can't wait. And so I just want to say one last thing. Everyone, follow my girl, Olivia, the host of the Fat Ass Podcast. This was was, um, a good episode. I love it. She's one of my past guests. I did her podcast. And there's one thing about me. I always follow a lot of good people in the podcast because I believe in them and they have something good. You know, and and to be honest, everyone, it's a handful, a handful of people who I support. If it's ranting with Ramos podcast, social primate, the fat ass podcast, put the stress down uh, podcast, fighter in the kid. Yo, yo, yo. F- What's up, fool? I mean, there's some major people coming on. And if you ever hear some Mexican music in the background, someone's having a party in the back. So <laughs> I'm sorry about that. But uh, just like I said. Follow her on Instagram at the fatass Podcast. shout out to my girl Livia and um, I hope you like this episode. All right? everyone, happy Father's Day. I love you and keep on supporting the Mega mass podcast. All right Now enjoy this episode. Peace out later. Welcome to the Mega Man's Podcast with your host, Stephen Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 201. I have one of my past guests and one of my very, very special guests. I did her podcast and now she's doing mine for the second or maybe third time. No, she was on my podcast and she was on the Mega Man After Dark. My guest for today is Olivia Alvarez, the host of the Fat Ass Podcast. Olivia, what's up, girl?
1: What's up, thanks for that intro. That was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> How you been? I've been doing okay. I mean, yeah, just hanging in there for the most part and trying to get my health up. Yeah,
0: well, first things first, I just wanted to say thank you for coming on um, the Mega Mass Podcast. I know it's been a minute I know you took a break and everything and hearing your episodes uh, about the immune system and, and the reason why you took a break and also, the episode uh, "Save the Bees" was a very interesting episode because a lot of people don't know we need bees for us to be here on Earth. If not, we won't—we're gonna die.
1: Yeah, basically, because everything that we are reliant on is food, and the food we eat, the food we grow, we're reliant. Are are you know we're reliant on bees, so that's why I thought I can shed some light and just produce an episode like that so yeah thanks for that it was it was really really inspiring to to record something like that uh all thanks to my grandpa
0: <laughs> yeah shouts to your grandpa i i'm going back from the from the saving the bees i remember that movie what was it, the bees with jerry seinfeld uh, it a was a bee mo- movie yes
1: i don't think i watched that one but i know exactly what you're talking about
0: when I think of bees like that, I think of that because, you know, they, you know, making all this honey and everything and it talks about we need flowers to produce and everything. If not, it would just die off. So everyone I think was I think was called Dinking Bees. I think the one with, with Jerry Seinfeld.
1: Okay. Okay. It, I might have to watch that since it, I recorded that episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good movie. And also, um, the episode that really intrigued me, but I didn't know was when the episode you're talking about your immune system, but also the reason why you took a break. It was, uh, I didn't know about that.
1: Yeah. So the reason why I took a break from my show was because I had some horrible news from the doctor and I just needed to take a break from that. And it was a struggle for sure, knowing that I had cervical dysplasia. But um, but yeah, so since then, I'm changing my diet and I'm changing the way I look at things and eat. So it's been an interesting journey to say the least.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, how do you? How, so with
1: that being said, how, for, for a woman, how do you get that? So cervical dysplasia is um, something that's caused by HPV. Uh So HPV is the human papillomavirus and it is sexually transmitted or it can also be transferred from like my mother or something Uh like that. So, um, so yeah, it could have come from any which way possible. So I have no idea how it came into my body, but those are definitely the two ways that you can get that. And, um, and yeah, so cervical dysplasia had gotten, um, I believe it's uh, this, uh, it's like the high grade cervical dysplasia. So it was called SYN3. So Mm -hmm. SYN3 is the highest one, the next one being cancer in my cervix. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was really hard news to, you know, a hard pill to swallow. But from there on, I just knew that I had to do something about it. So the doctors recommended me to do this procedure. And it's called a LEAP procedure. And mm-hmm. what a lead procedure is, is basically they get like a burning pool and they burn off these like pre-cancerous cells on your cervix. And so they have to remove all of that. So that was really heavy, <laughs> really, really heavy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. That's a major thing. And I think uh, a lot of people don't know this also, not even my lady, I might as well just say this now, uh, I kind of took a break because, you know, having infections and in both my ear infections. And also um, I wanted to make sure because I had a lump on top of my head and um, I had to go to the Kaiser to see if that, if it wasn't a tumor or anything. So they did some tests, did some blood work and everything. And, you know, luckily, thank God it, it, it wasn't cancerous. I didn't have a tumor You know, it's just something where I guess when when you wear hats too much or when everything, you might get a lump. But also, um, I had to go to the doctor because I had ear infections on both my ears because when I used to do overnights, Olivia, I used to listen to a lot of podcasts with my earphones. Right. And I didn't know that the rubber with the earphones, I didn't know that I was allergic to it. So it caused both ears of my infection and it caused redness, irritation uh it was just breaking my skin it was like cracking and everything and and even to the point it one of my ears closed up because i couldn't hear and oh, wow. uh, it was yeah so the doctor had to go check to make sure and he was like oh this is a sim- simple procedure they gave me some cream he said you have to put this on about two times a day for the whole next two months and the thing is that you're allergic to this type of rubber material and you can so, and also I told them, but well, what about me wearing the mask? Because when you wear the mask too much, also it caused dryness on my nose and my lip and on the side of my ears. Oh, wow. And they said, you had to say, yeah, you can use the cream. So I had to use this. It was very irritation. It, it caused a little scarness here and there, but it, it it took, a, it took a couple months, but it healed off everything. I don't see the scar, but I'm kind of waiting for this band to be lifted where we don't have to wear the mask no more because there was times, Olivia, like I had to go home. I couldn't breathe. I can't breathe with the mask like I used to, and, it, and sometimes I would have uh, blood coming out my nose.
1: Oh my gosh. So you were going through it. You were really really going through it this past I, yeah. couple months. Yeah,
0: I was going through it and it was it was it's causing affection and and putting the, the it's kind of like as a crane, but it's very strong and and you have to wear gloves for this type and and everything and and now that it everything broken up and all the the old crust of the the old skin broke away and everything to form new skin. My, my ears are back to normal. I can hear now um, one of the ears that was closed up from all the, the dryness and everything came out of my ear. And now is just. I just didn't know I was just, I didn't know I was allergic to that kind of rubber material. So luckily, it, it's harder for me to listen to podcasts now and now listen to the daytime now.
1: Right. That's, that's so horrible. I hope that infection goes away and I hope you heal from that.
0: Yeah, it, it took time, you know, I just I use it every day and uh, it, it's better. And that's one of the reasons also I had to shave my head also. And, right. and uh, so I could, so the doctor can see where, where the, the irritation was coming from.
1: Right. That's so yeah, so horrible. That's so I know.
0: Horrible. <laughs> I know, I know. I miss my hair. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. It's okay. It's summertime almost. So you're gonna be good to go already. Mm. You know? Yeah.
0: So, how was it like taking a break? Because I know with the situation you have, but you know, with you, how, you know, how's you and your boyfriend doing? I, I want to see that.
1: So, me and my boyfriend are good. We're doing great. We've been taking a bunch of trips. So, um, from like, you know, me going through all of this, like, I, I thought it was very, very necessary to kind of like clear my head a little bit mm-hmm. because all of this information can be really, really stressful. And it did get the best of me almost, and with my type of uh, condition that I have, I feel like it's not good to stress out because that will worsen my. Mm-mm. You know, I would get worse. Oh, oh yeah. I would get a hundred percent worse. So I was like, you know what? I think we need to take a take a couple trips. So we took uh, like two trips recently. We went to Joshua Tree, and mm. then yeah, that was so much fun. <laughs> and then we went up to Arroyo Seco. It's um. It's a maybe like a two-hour drive from like uh to Big Sur, but a five-hour drive from Los Angeles. So we wanted to go for Big Sur. Where's that at? I never heard of that. It's a five hours going north. Uh, I would say like Central California. Like I maybe to, three. I used, to, I used yeah. to
0: live in. I used to live in Modesto, Stockton, and Sacramento.
1: Okay, it's a little bit close to that. I want to say it's like maybe an hour away.
0: Gotcha. Okay, yeah. there's a lot of wilderness stuff to do and everything. Yeah. Joshua Tree, I think, is it kind of by Bishop?
1: Uh, Joshua Tree? No, I don't think so. I know that it's like in it's it's next to Palm Springs.
0: Oh, I'm way
1: off. I'm way yeah, off. yeah, yeah. I was like, no, Bishop. I think is like going toward north. But the other the other uh, trip that I mentioned, that one is, I believe, that one's closer to Bishop than <laughs> Joshua Tree is
0: i i want to do some like camping stuff and you know because my lady's into camping oh is she and, yeah so i i was looking at some stuff because i wanted to take her to Mount Whitney and cool. uh um, over there you know joshua tree of course but i want to go to the coast and everything and also want to go to channel island
1: oh that sounds nice
0: you know I never because can. yeah i just want to go because they have like a the university over there and there's like you could, you could do like camping out there and You know, they have the marine stuff and, uh, you know, and also I'm into like great white sharks. So I'm like, oh,
1: hell no. (laughs) I mean,
0: well, I'm intrigued on that because right there is the, the, the shark, like the, how do you say the, uh, the Bermuda Triangle of sharks? Oh, right. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. If you, if you want me to recommend you a couple camping things, I can definitely do that off air, but they also have some camping things in Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. But the when it's summertime, it gets like 100 plus degrees out there. So maybe <laughs> you, not the best place to camp.
0: <laughs> you know, I get kind of iffy with those because during you know, the summertime, like it's nice to go camping. But when you go hiking and stuff like that, it's almost like you have to be prepared to how much water you have, how much food you have or this or any situation or you know, if you have your phone charged, I mean, there's a lot of things. So I get kind of scared if, like, oh my gosh, what happens if you don't have none of that stuff?
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, in most places when you camp, when we, when me and my boyfriend went up to where it was a Royal Seco campground, we had no cell service, so we had to basically live off the grid for a couple of days, which was kind of nice because you just gotta, you know, just be with one another and just kind of recharge so it was really cool
0: isn't it kind of where when there's like no grid where you know you there's no reception or anything and okay we could put our phones away and and live life and talk about without worrying about what's on your social media and this is like it's just look at the stars looking at this and just so cool just, i <laughs> i don't know i always i always get intrigued of like man I, can i be off my phone can i live life but I mean, I could do that because my lady wants to plan a trip to go to Big Bear.
1: Oh, does she? Mm-hmm. That sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I just go to Big Bear, just rent a cabin, you know, and just just have a good time playing in the snow here with you know, whatever, just trying to get away from LA because, I mean, you and I, we're so busy with, with everything. We just sometimes, we just need a break for ourselves and just to get away from social media or our... Or words, or social, you know, drama, or this, whatever. It's just kind of like push that shit away and just do what you want to do, you know.
1: I agree because it gets kind of loud in the city, and everything is so fast-paced. So you know, everything's moving at a million miles an hour. So it's necessary to take that break.
0: Hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. That's it's
0: that's a major thing, and that's one of the the transitions I want to talk about where. You know, now that I'm not doing overnights anymore, that's one of the things like living life, taking a break because I want to talk about a, a a topic where now that everything's opening up, we're living in post-COVID. You know, I want to bring a topic where I want to talk about retail grocery because now that everyone's shopping more and everything, it's kind of more like it's good and bad of the transitions, because when the COVID happened, a lot of people didn't want to shop, so they were using Instacart and this. And now a lot of people are still thinking like, I don't want to go out. I'm kind of like cautious of. I don't want to get COVID still. But now the percentage is dropping from COVID. You know, people getting COVID now, so they're using Instacart, Amazon, or whatever to get their groceries, and that's where. In our grocery department, in our markets, or any other market, of uh, the sales have been going up lately. Oh, have they? Mm-hmm.
1: That's really interesting. I mean, maybe because they because of inflation. I mm-hmm. think that's one of the reasons why, or more people are just coming out.
0: Um, more people are coming out, or maybe it could be the inflation. You know, it's uh, you know ever since that the Instacart and a lot of people who are shopping for the customers, you know it's, we have, we had to hire new people and we came up with new strategies, When we have people coming in for Instacards, you know, like, for example, let's say you go to McDonald's. It's like, Hey, can you park at number one? Because we don't have your food ready. That's what we do. Also, we have park parking one, two, three, four, and five. Okay. You, you, you send the apps to them, to the store. You ask, so, Hey, I'm over here. I got the groceries. I'm on, I'm on parking number two. We send it out to you and everything because you know, people just don't want to shop and makes it more easier. It's like, well, I can make my list go to the, the Sprouts apps and pick whatever I want. Then all of a sudden, boom, it's at my house, maybe like in an hour.
1: Yeah. And it's super convenient, it sounds like, because you don't have to go into the store and you don't have to look at different things and like just buy extra stuff that you might not need. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a little bit more convenient for the person who doesn't want to spend the money and doesn't want to be around people if they don't have to.
0: And also our Instacart people, I didn't know about this when I was working overnight. It's like, why is certain people coming in in a certain time? Well, we have Instacart people coming at four or five o'clock in the morning, clocking in and getting the stuff ready for them. And we already have cars already lined up in the parking lot to send it out to them.
1: Oh my gosh. That's insane. That's amazing, though, that you just bang all of that out before the rush comes. comes
0: Have you you and your boyfriend ever did that where he's like, you know what? I don't want to do shopping. I mean, I'd rather just get it, have someone, you know, get it for me, you know?
1: I have not because I love being at the grocery stores. (laughs) I love grocery stores because I love looking at food. I love being around food. So I love doing it myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I'm I'm kind of getting to the point. It's like, man, I don't have time to go grocery, so I might I I'd rather start doing that. But it's kind of good to see a lot of customers come now. Maybe they chit chat, they talk to you, um, not to be not to put on a sad note, but there were some customers that used to come in and we get curious, like, hey, what happened to so and so or. They would say, you know, this person passed away from COVID, or this, and it's 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 a little sad. It's a little sad because <sighs> looking back from all these times from 2020 and now, you know, you maybe had a lot of family or maybe a lot of friends that passed away or not here on earth, and I had the same thing too. And it's some sometimes like we're kind of more the lucky ones that we made it.
1: I agree. It's uh it was a journey. It was something that no one ever expected to happen in the whole entire world throughout the whole entire world. And, you know, we, we survived it. You survived COVID. Oh <laughs> yeah. I know how rough that was for you, but it was, it
0: it was really rough Olivia. Like there was times I, I thought I was going to die, you know, it's just, I don't like bringing it up because it's, it's a little traumatizing and, you know, my lady had it and her parents and, you know, I I had a lot of people that passed away. You know, even from COVID times. You know, people who lost their jobs, small businesses, even from the food in the food industry or whatever businesses. And they, when Gavin Newsom told everyone, you got to shut everything down. They, it, no one was buying stuff, and they didn't know what to do. And Once they started closing their stuff, they got more stress, more drinking or drugs or whatever. And some committed their took the, some committed suicide or, or they just took their own life
1: yeah that's really really unfortunate that it came down to that solution because there is a light at the end of the tunnel but we just couldn't see it because we were in the middle of it Mm -hmm. so i'm just i'm just glad that we're out of the wilderness you know into into the light so finally we get to we get to breathe again so to speak
0: how are you now? Like now things are opened up. What's, what's your opinion? Like, is it good now? I mean, looking back, what have you learned?
1: I've learned looking back on everything, quarantine, COVID, family. I learned that family is all I basically got and they're Mm -hmm. the most important things in my whole entire life. And, I've grown an appreciation to being with my family and spending some more time with them. So that's been nice. And also you kind of take notice on who is your real like friends or who are your real people that are cheering you on? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because there are a lot of people in my life. I don't know about you, but there's a lot of people in my life that even family members could even be toxic or even be the ones that are, be, are your biggest haters you know what I mean yeah so it's just really it's it's opened my eyes this year more than anything mm-hmm.
0: And I'm yeah grateful. yeah I, I'm glad that you brought that up because I don't want to say this in a messed up way but I, I think in a way when this COVID I think we were kind of too comfortable and too spoiled and didn't know our surroundings but when situations happen, when you really have to dig deep and find yourself, and how you're saying, like, there's people you thought they were friends, or maybe there's there were your foes, and when you realize all that stuff, I was like, man, I can't believe it. Like, why would people hate hate each other so much? Like, I remember looking back. I'm not gonna mention who, but I don't talk to this person anymore. I was still working, thank God, at the time, because when people were getting laid off left and right, I still had a job, I was still blessed, whatever. This person, I will never forget, Say, oh, Mega, you know, Mega Man, it must be nice to have a job. Hey, Mega Man, it must be nice to have this or whatever. And that's Aww. where I, I That's where I, And I noticed, Olivia, people, true colors were coming now because when, yeah. if they were taking drugs or they were sad or depressed or miserable or drinking more they were just venting because they were being haters or jealousy or envy or or just whatever what they see on whatever you and I or whoever that we post on our Instagram.
1: Right. It yeah. was sad. It was sad. It's really, really sad because I mean, some of these people are your really good friends sometimes and you you kind of see the other side of them and it's like kind of a downer because you expect them to be this person and then they show you that they're not that person. So it's just it's just really really unfortunate that there are some people that are in your lives that that just kind of like go away, but mm-hmm. I think like, you know, if they do end up showing your, their true colors, it's okay to walk away from that. It's okay to walk away from toxic people, toxicity because that's not good for yourself at the end of the day.
0: Exactly. And also with that being said, uh, it, it's, it makes it more harder to, to open up to certain people now or to whatever because seeing the stuff that happened last year and this year where I had to part ways with a lot of people of what they were posting or what they were saying, it made me feel like my I have a handful of friends, like you... And a lot of people who I have, my lady, it's almost like I have a dozen or handful of friends who I get along with, who I support, or who I had in the past guests in the podcast or whatever. But when people say to me, oh, Megan, man, I want to be your friend, I'm kind of good. I like, I'm kind of good where I'm at, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. The less people, the better in my book, because... I feel like when you spread out your, your people and you have like way too many to even count, like it's kind of, you kind of get lost in who's actually there for you.
0: That is a major thing. and And I never forget when, when there were situations in my life that hard times, I don't forget the people who were there for me and I don't forget the people who were not there for me. I don't forget that.
1: Oh no, not at all. Yeah. Because you never know, like they might need help maybe sometimes down the road.
0: That's, I had that before. I had even people asking me for money or, hey, I know you're doing good in the podcast. Can I kind of borrow a couple of dollars or this? And is this people who come out of the woodwork, hated on you, or now embracing you or trying to pretend to be cool with you to get something out? Because it's something where, the podcast now is taken to is going to a different direction, but taking it to the next level. And I, the thing is, when you try to get a lot of major people or celebrities here and there, I have to talk to certain people. I have to put them in different groups, which means, Olivia, you have to be very professional because the way how their personalities are you got to talk to them in a certain way and everything, because that's the thing I learned when you have a lot of major celebrities, they're going to have a lot of ego.
1: Oh, most definitely. It comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just something that you have to deal with at the end of the day. And I just I just wish that that wasn't a thing because then you get disappointed when meeting these celebrities
0: yeah yeah but you know the good thing about i've been seeing a lot of people that it's like an inspiration where the hood footy he's been um he's he's been going through a transition and he's been doing lies because you know battling through depression and the hood santa is giving out the community because of what's been going on with the street vendors getting beat up left and right and uh and no one's really speaking out because when the Black Lives Matter, everyone was on it. When the when the Asian people were getting beat up and everything, they were on it. And but I feel now with the situations, what about us? You know, even right. any when you call out any celebrities, hey, speak on this, speak on that. I feel like a lot of Latina, a lot of Latino people, and the celebrities are too scared to speak up because they're scared to be canceled, or they're scared to lose their sponsors or any kind of roles they have in the future
1: but i don't think that they should kind of shy away from the street vendors getting beaten up because those are like the hardest working people that hustle every single day like latino people who Mm -hmm. are out there selling like tacos or selling the fruta or just selling like the, even the esquite, like all of those people worked their asses off and they, you know, they produce like my child, my favorite childhood food. So mm-hmm. I don't understand why they wouldn't talk on this particular subject because I haven't been seeing it around too much. Like you mentioned.
0: Yeah. The stuff, it goes on from whatever cities in Fresno, Sacramento, but a lot of lately, in, in Long Beach, because you know, you're seeing a lot of black people are doing these to street vendors and everything because they make them easy targets. Because, well, well, gee, these street vendors, they don't, they're not citizens, they don't have no papers, and it's, they're easy targets, you know. And this is what I learned also, Olivia, uh, of a comedian, shout out to George Perez, he said this. If you're do not post crazy on your social media, it's like, hey man, this street vendor, I'm gonna give this guy a thousand dollars and post it wherever. Right. You that you made that that street vendor as an easy target
1: to jack him. That's true. Yeah. You don't That's do that. True. Yeah, because then you know, oh shit, he has a thousand bucks. I'm gonna go over to that guy.
0: It's the it's the it's the kids these days. Um, that are into the clout chasing, like, hey, look at this, whatever, and it, it's just, it's sad that, like, where's her mom and dad to teach them, you shouldn't be doing this, it's, it's, it's wrong, you know, but who knows if the mother's in the picture, who knows if the father's in the picture, but everyone's doing it for the clout, everyone think it's funny and this, I mean, to me, I don't think it's funny if you're doing that to a street vendor who's been hustling, has no papers, Olivia, and he has to get up at five o'clock in the morning and doesn't come up to ten o'clock, and he has to put food on the table and everything. It's it that's a hustle.
1: It is a hustle, and I have mad respect for them because it's not like they have any protection. They have like some money in their pocket, and then they just have their their little carts, and that's it. But regardless like you know regardless if they're illegal or not we're all human they're all human at the end of the day and I feel like a lot of people tend to forget that yeah especially during these times where racism is coming back and it's just the saddest thing because I feel like we're moving backwards yeah
0: I mean it's really sad like two weeks ago over at 20th and Cedar there was a street vendor that was getting harassed and everything by these kids and everything. And, uh, they, they fucked up his car and everything police came and the saddest thing that they gave him a $900 ticket for disturbing the peace and you didn't have a permit, whatever. And it was really sad. And, and a lot of people like the hood Santa, me ranting with Ramos. I mean, uh, Food's Gone Wild, American Cholos. I mean, a lot of people were like, why are you giving a street vendor a ticket for $900? And he was the one being harassed. And the cops, you know, gave him a ticket. And a lot of people spoke out to it, you know, tag the Long Beach Post, tag the police department, tagged the mayor of Garcia. What, what is your purpose of you giving this guy a ticket? And... That's like a health inspector. That's a different type of department. And what they did is it, it brought so much uh, social media viral and the news and everything that it put more pressure on the police department and the mayor that they said, you know, we're just going to void the ticket. We're sorry. it We didn't, we didn't know and everything. And it's kind of like thinking to myself, like it's they, there has to be a lot of paths to protect these street vendors from being harassed.
1: I agree. I feel like they do need some sort of uh, protection. I don't know what the solution might be, but I just feel like they they just need to be watched a little bit more carefully and Mm -hmm. maybe they should have like a police patrol a little bit more often than they should around them or just, you know, maybe just have provide them with some sort of protection.
0: Yeah, just anything. I mean, there's times where people are giving them pepper sprays or here or whatever, oh, but right. it's, yeah. it's just some street vendors, they just go around certain areas where there's a lot of uh, crime activity. So It's like, oh, I'm not going to be around this area. Or sometimes they don't want to go to certain areas at a certain time because they feel like if I go around this time, I'm probably going to get jacked.
1: Right, and that's totally understandable because – most of those places that sell all the corn and the the people who post up, like, that are in the, what is it, the fruit carts and stuff, they're not in the nicest areas normally. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because in the nicer areas, they'll get kicked out right away. So, there has to be something that that the police can do or even that their local cities can do to protect these people because... That's just super sad. And they're just trying to make an honest living.
0: Yeah. And
1: also it's a slap
0: in the face and it's embarrassed. It's a, it's very embarrassing when people talk about Long Beach because we've been through so much diversity with, with, you know, racism with the blacks and the Mexicans, Mexicans and Filipinos, Samoans and whites. Like we don't need to have none of these race wars. We need to be together as one because, People are watching us in Long Beach, and but stuff like this, you know. I'll say it one last time. You know, it's it's the kids, these new generation of kids. They're not taught. They're not taught to be more respectful to their elders or, or to the OGs or to us, and uh, they just don't care. Just they they just they're not gonna learn. And I feel like if this keeps on going on, there's there's gonna be there's gonna be. Race wars, there's going to be tension and it's going to be very scary to walk down the street without being harassed or without being beat up or or without being shot.
1: Right. And I feel like the government wants that. They want race wars because then it takes it shifts focus off of them. So I just I just don't understand why people don't see that for what it is. And just let's just be united. Let's be together. And let's just not fight because it's so much easier to be kind.
0: Yeah. Sometimes ooh, that's I like how you said that, because <laughs> it's it's easy to be kind, but you don't want to be taken for granted or be oh, yeah. mistreated. Be like, oh, that's too nice. I'm going to take advantage of them or her. Right. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah.
1: And I, I feel like a lot of people mistake that like, OK, they're kind, so I'm going to take advantage of them. Like, no, I'm kind, but I know when you're bullshitting me and I know when you're taking advantage of me. So mm. until that happens, then I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to be over here and I'm going to do my thing.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Well, I mean, w- there's going to be a solution and hopefully, you know, take it one day at a time. And, you know, but I just hope they would pass a law to protect these street vendors and we can just kind of move on and, and just be at peace.
1: I agree. I totally agree. Shout out to all the street vendors. It makes me want to go buy some mesquite.
0: <laughs> I know. I want to get some uh, shaving corn with some chili or some, uh, some flaming Hot Cheetos with some lemon.
1: Okay, there you go. <laughs> hey,
0: I was going to ask you, how's Crystal doing?
1: Crystal's good. She has been kind of like a little bit distant because she was really, really scared of COVID. So um we're actually gonna hang out very soon. I'm really, really excited for that. And she she's fully vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. So I think she was waiting for that so we can kind of reunite and regroup. And hopefully she might be on one of the upcoming Fat Ass Podcast episodes. I don't know. Oh, we'll see. Oh, That's a little, snap. Pister,
0: a little oh, oh, snap. Hey, So I'm kind of more stoked that a lot of the breweries are kind of opening up now. I'm kind of relieved. You know, Gavin Newsom kind of like kind of give a little free leeway to like, okay, we're going to open up, you could take off your mask here, because I think a lot of people are trying to see when the mask is going to be lifted, because I mean, I mean, somewhere maybe in the next week or in two weeks and somewhere in June, a lot of people are kind of anxious.
1: Yeah, I think they're anxious because it's been an entire year of wearing these masks. So a lot of people, there's going to be a lot of people that are hesitant. There's a lot of people that are excited that this mask mandate is going to be lifted. And um, for me, I'm one of the people that kind of fall in between only because I'm going through this whole uh, sickness and my immune system's not the greatest. So I think I might still be a little bit hesitant on not wearing masks for a while. Mm -hmm. at least for a little while because I I still need to build up my health but other than that like I'm really excited for it because I'm excited for concerts again I'm excited to like go and hang out and you know breathe fresh air you know what I mean so I'm just I'm ready for all of that but at the same time I might wear my mask a little bit longer yeah I I, I'm kind of
0: happy I took the the vaccination a little I know a lot of people are probably going to give a shit. Why did you do it for? And this, well, lucky it wasn't Johnson and Johnson. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I that be, been, yeah. I don't want to be,
0: I don't want to, I don't want my face to be like that monster from fucking Goonies.
1: Oh my God. I don't think that will happen. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but I'm kind of glad <laughs> if I did it and uh, you know, I'm kind of relieved and I, I was a little boozy for the first couple of days on both, but I feel better. Oh. Hopefully. Um, this, it was worth it, and, uh, you know, we can get back to normal, but it was, it was to be honest, it was, we were living in history, you know, it was very scary times, seeing people dying left and right, and we're like, you know, but now you've seen Gavin Newsom pushing to have people vaccinated, where he's coming up with this lottery thing.
1: Oh, yeah, I got that. I got my vaccination after the fact. And then I was like, what the fuck? Like, I should have waited.
0: I, <laughs> I know. I was like, that lottery. I mean, $10,000. I mean, that has to be a catch. Like, why are you pushing people to do? But if you look at it, I mean, a lot of people would look at the stats. Out of the whole United States, California has the most lowest stats of COVID. So when the COVID was going on, you know, the major one was California, New York, or other cities. And a lot of people were giving him shit. Recall, recall, take him out. He doesn't know what he's doing. But right. now a lot of people are praising him. It's like, hey, I think it was kind of good to kind of hold out to see other uh, states to see how they're doing. And now the vaccination, everyone's getting vaccinated. And he wants the, everything to open, which the first state to open up was Texas. And now I think Las Vegas opened up where everything is okay. being lifted now. So it's going to take time. But I feel now a lot of people are getting worried because another something happened in China again. with It's a new strain of a bird flu.
1: Oh, no kidding, man. They, they got to they gotta clean up those wet markets. <laughs> they, oh, my gosh. Coming. Oh my gosh. Diseases over there and sickness.
0: They showed pictures of a wet market when you have different types of animals and when they're dropping feces or taking dumps and they're mixing all these feces or or dumps and the blood and everything to make a new disease. That to me was very very disgusting but very scary.
1: Yeah. It's scary because that's how diseases are formed. That's how all these like different sicknesses are created it's because of these wet markets it's because of all of these like these animals being in close quarters or being killed right one right next to one another it's really really disgusting and it's still amazing that china has this open when you know here in the united states like you can't really hold certain foods at certain temperatures because then you'll get sick so yes it varies it varies
0: And it just makes me feel like, not again, but I don't want to go through this stuff again where people are, you're you're just putting people in a panic where if a new disease comes out, oh my gosh, okay, we have to to shut everything down. We got to close the the country down. And that's where the economy is going to go down the drain. So scary
1: times. It is scary times, but I feel like the economy won't go down the drain in the United States because... We have a whole bunch of stuff like solidified, and I don't see anything happening like another like Great Depression or anything like that. So I feel like we're we're pretty good so far.
0: I don't think yeah. there's gonna
1: be another stock market crash anytime soon. It's opening
0: up here and there, but at the same time, a lot of people are like, "Okay, we're gonna get our stimmy here." But look around you. Don't you see things are going up? Prices are going up. Foods going up. Gas prices are almost at five bucks.
1: Oh my gosh, that kills me. That kills me. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> want to even talk about gas prices. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna cry because I used. To, I used to fill up my gas like twenty five dollars to fill up my little Toyota Corolla. Okay. Now it's like thirty five dollars, almost forty bucks on some days, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like when is this gonna stop?
0: For a full tank of my car used to be like. 39 40 bucks now for a full tank is almost like 71 dollars. i was like oh my god <laughs> i was like thinking to myself you know what i could suck it up hey i mean i'm, I'm losing about 30 dollars. that could be beer money but you know what gas is <laughs> gas prices you know are going up so if I, I it's a full tank it's cool but i always tell my lady this you better pick the place because i'm not driving around long beach for an hour because gas prices are like a motherfucker
1: Oh, most definitely. And mm-hmm. I mean, you can't you can't put like you know that beer money, like you, I mean, you're drinking the beer, but what if you you run out of gas, you don't have a place to go. But that beer was good though, you know?
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you a story of what happened to me last week, so my battery died, and um, I was stuck at the gas station. I'm gonna tell you this, I had a panic attack because oh. I thought my insurance and my warranty for the car I had, had covered roadside assistance. It didn't. I didn't have anything. Damn. And my phone was at five percent. I didn't charge it last night. I was, and I had to call. I had to make. Uh, I had to sign up to be a new membership at uh, AAA Road to get roadside assistance.
1: Damn.
0: I'm gonna tell you this. I just spent close to one thousand oh dollars in God. in one hour. Because you know why. I had to get the membership for roadside assistance for AAA. I had to call my insurance to get me a new plan for a new insurance to have roadside assistance. I had to call my warranty at Nissan to get me the roadside assistance, so I had to pay another three to four hundred dollars. and I had to bring a, an ad to go to a mechanic place to get me a special battery and to install oh it God. and everything and yeah so everything came out to close to one thousand one hundred and eighty one dollars and three cents. all oh, in two man. hours
1: that that hurts when it rains then, it pours am i right <laughs>
0: yeah then and when the AAA, he said like hey i'm gonna check your battery say yo your battery's at one percent you got to get a new one if i wouldn't yeah. if i've known that i would have saved so much money but it's it hurts my pocket but you know what at least in a way olivia it's better that I have coverage on my car, on my insurance, and I have AAA now.
1: That's good. Yeah, because then you can like go out and kind of have that peace of mind when you're driving and you know that they got your back next time. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. I was crying, man. My, my, my lady Aww. was like, it's okay. Then all of a sudden she, was, she didn't have to do this. She, she transferred like $500 to my Venmo and I was like, like oh, just i love you is. i love you i love her <laughs> but it's just things happen for a reason but you know what money's money but it's sometimes in a way we're so caught up busy with everything that we don't see the little things in life
1: right i totally agree and i feel like with also this pandemic happening you kind of appreciate the little things, too.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Hey, I was going to ask
0: you, so do you have any questions for Mega Man? Cause, you know, because you want to chime in?
1: Oh, um, yeah, for sure. I was going to say, like, how's the transition gone from working graveyard shifts to during the day shifts? Like, what was that like?
0: It's. It was hard. It, 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 it took me about two weeks to adjust because I wasn't used. I was so much of a night owl. It it was hard for me to sleep. So not coming to work, getting everything. I have, I'll tell you this, you have to, I have to prepare myself to get everything done in two or three days. If not, it's going to, it's going to take, it's going to take time, but to get my rest back, not sleeping three hours now, sleeping 13 hours and oh, that's being, good. being well rested. And I'm not like a zombie. And also because of that, it me taking a break and, focusing on the podcast and family and everything it made my mind be more open and free where I feel more relaxed and not stressed and I love it I love
1: it that's good I'm so glad that it's it was a easier transition because sleep is very very important for you
0: yeah and I'll tell you this for men I know this not to be perverted but if you don't get men if you don't get that much sleep, you're supposed to get about eight to nine hours of sleep you need to have it because if not, it can really, it can really mess up your sexual performance.
1: Oh, wow. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Because, you know, me reaching that age now, because, you know, you need to get that rest. You need to be more fit and everything to do sexual things. And that's one of the reasons I wasn't getting that much rest and you have stress and you're trying to drink a lot of beers and, junk food at night so that that took that took a major part where I was like more relieved I didn't have to deal with all that stuff you know
1: right right well yeah it just it's just tough it was really really tough life that you were living that graveyard life so yeah was was it your choice to do that or did your job do that for you it
0: was my choice because I got to that age where I was doing overnight since I was 17 years old And my mind was more like, um, I was mentally done. I was like, I can't do this no more. I'm
1: done. Wow. That's, that's really, that's crazy that you went all that time doing a shift like that to now, you know, being with everybody, awake with everyone instead of what, like hearing the world sleep while you were awake, you know, doing your job.
0: Yeah. Then also it was, it was taking its toll at home because I wasn't, being there for my kids that much like I used to and spending time with my lady. So now I'm making an adjustment. I get to spend time with my kids and spend time with my lady and sleep at night and, and a lot. So it it, it was a major thing I needed. And uh, I just, and that's one of the things also Olivia, the transition of the podcast because me working daytimes now seeing things different, I kind of want to take my time and live life because I was so much of a workhorse. I never lived my life to spend it with my family because it was going too fast. And I want everything to kind of slow down now.
1: That's good. I'm glad that you're spending more time with your family and, you are making you know better choices for yourself also it's really really nice to hear that i'm really really happy for you
0: yeah thank you and i and i really appreciate it when with the kind words and and the thing is olivia you know um looking back from all the the podcasts i know i had you and crystal and a lot of people i just want to now with my new mindset, I want to see, I want, I want to see us win, you know, and I, I think was, I think it was good for you to take a break and now getting your podcast back to how you, how you want it to be. What's your new regimen now? Like what, what, sh- what should we be looking for for lifting up the, the fat ass podcast now? What should we be looking for
1: now? I, I've, I've been trying to like shift it into a new light and kind of, retweak a few things on the show but I really really want my episodes to be a little bit longer than what I've been recording like 15 minute shows mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I want to I want to make them at least like 30 minute shows I want to have more guests on the show so I strive to have more guests I want to talk more about like your health like I, I feel like it'll be a little bit more health driven because I want. To a lot of other people to know this information and have this information because I want to help people. Mm-hmm. So I feel yeah, like that, that's the direction that I'm going to be taking the podcast into for sure.
0: Nice. I know with my podcast now, or excuse me, I used to do it like maybe at two hours or an hour, 30 minutes. So I'm looking at how much people really listen to the podcast. Do they listen to it for 30 minutes and kind of tune off? or 40 minutes, so I kind of want my podcast episode to be maybe a minimum of an hour 30 minutes or to maybe 55 or maybe one hour you know, that's something like that to try to cram everything into one episode or try to make it good from beginning middle and end so right. those listeners can keep on like oh my god hey you know what that was a good episode you and Livia did When's the next one to to keep to keep people on their toes but give them a little tease
1: right right a little taster because <laughs> mm-hmm. I got stories for days
0: <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah we got stories for days and stuff like that so um are you still gonna do or is it is your podcast gonna be more regular or are you still gonna keep it as seasons
1: so I stopped doing the seasons. I stopped doing it at season three. Now it's just going to be like a once a week thing regularly. So I, I've been posting every Tuesday. So mm-hmm. my show is posted on Tuesday at like 1am or something. So, oh, gives, wow, yeah. So that gives people from like the morning all the way to like the night to catch up on my show and just to hear mm-hmm. a new episode every single Tuesday. So that's what, that's what I've been doing for my my podcast
0: mm-hmm. have has a lot of people reached out to you like hey olivia I'm, I'm so glad that you put a new episode out because you have some hardcore listeners and you're gonna, like yeah. <laughs> you have some people kind of worry like hey what happened you know when certain podcasters they kind of like take breaks or whatever a lot of the listeners get kind of worried like hey what happened to olivia or what happened to Mega Man? are they doing okay people, those are the ones that really really do care
1: I agree, yeah. And I mean, you were one of them who were asking me, like, "Hey, when's the next episode? Or is there gonna even be another episode, or what?" So. I get
0: scared like that, Olivia, because yeah. because I, there was a lot of podcasters who started and they just they just quit, they just stopped. Like, it's too much. And 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 also last year when the COVID pre COVID a lot of people were starting these podcasts, and now that the COVID is almost done now they were like, I don't need to do a podcast anymore because everything's getting back to normal. Or also right. they say, you know what? I lost of ideas to talk about or this, or I lost the stories I don't know what to do. And sometimes they would stop at 12 or 13. And the ones who I support, like you, Ranty with Ramos, Social Primate, and a lot of people in the podcast, I'm really kind of like trying to keep it like more as a handful of podcasters, I support you guys and ladies because I don't want you and, and anyone else to give up because all of those podcasts like you and everyone, you, you guys are very underrated and you have something and I just don't want to see you or anyone else quit because you have something going.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, you've been like the first like podcaster that took me and Crystal in when Crystal was on the show. So thank you again. I can't thank you enough. Seriously it's yeah. been it's been interesting being in the podcast world and I just hope to only grow from here right and to get all the good guests on the show to get to make the show great That's yeah my, my goal for sure
0: yeah like with me I just have to even though I have obstacles in my life I just have to put in an episode i got to keep on trucking and you know there's times I wanted to quit but you know what I'm going to keep on going you know because yeah you know being at 201 right now. I'm actually at, oh
1: wow, I'm
0: at 400 and I think 431. But if I count the Mega Man's After Dark, the Mega Man's podcast and being guest appearances, I just reached close to 709 episodes.
1: Oh wow, congrats. That's it's a just, huge milestone.
0: It's a huge milestone, but I feel like I should have been doing this years ago, but I'm a late bloomer. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to do my best to get a lot of good people to have, to have their presence known. Or, hey, so if you like my podcast, check out Olivia from Fat-Ass Podcast or this podcast. I just want to see people win now.
1: Yeah, totally. And I want to see you win, too. Like, you do so much for people. And I think people just don't see that or realize that. So yeah. it, took,
0: it took time. It took time because there was a lot of people who didn't like me for who I am, but cutting all those toxic people and those toxic certain podcasters out of my life, it was a, it was a monkey off my back and now going to a different direction. It's not about me against the road. It's about, this is what I learned from Ranting with Romos. In our community, in the Latino and the Latino community, there's a lot of people that do not list those, They don't know what a podcast is. Right. So it's it's our job, your job, my job, and everyone else who's in the Latino in the Latina podcast is to promote and let people know this is what a podcast is. So our people can be like, yo, I like this podcast, I like this. So we could be the first ones, be like, yo, I heard about this, you know, to shed light on a lot of things, you know, because they're just gonna look like, oh, okay, podcast, I don't know what it is. And you have to teach them. This is how it is on the phone. This is how you found my podcast. This is what you like. So you have to edu- we have to educate our own people.
1: I agree. Yeah. And that's why that was like one of the driving forces, and the main reason why I wanted to start a podcast about food is because I wanted to spread the word about certain topics in the food industry or even in the restaurant industry. Um, and try and educate uh, people like us like latinos and and everybody else like it's uh it's information for all so i'm all for it and i'm very very happy that we're into it because you just never know what a person is going to take away from your show like information wise
0: exactly and exactly That's, that's that's a big thing
1: but we're getting to the end
0: right now do you have any shout outs or any last words
1: uh, shout out to you for sure and uh, thank you again for having me on the show. I really, really, really appreciate this opportunity to speak on your podcast and to shed light a little bit more on uh, what cervical dysplasia is. and for those who have cervical dysplasia and that are scared, like you just know that you're not alone and that I can help you out. Just shoot me a DM and I'll do everything I can to try and help so. Yeah, that, and also shout out to my boyfriend, of course. Love you, Daniel. Woo woo. <laughs> yeah, woo woo. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know. And uh, where can everyone follow you at?
1: Everyone can follow me at Fat Ass Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and on Twitter at Fat Ass Official.
0: Nice, nice. Well, I just want to say, Olivia, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's Podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. You stay uh, well and take care of yourself.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Everyone, please subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast, but also subscribe to the Fat Us podcast so both podcasts can climb their rankings and just leave a comment, leave a star, you know, just, we try to I just want to make the podcast better for all of you to listen to and also Olivia's uh, the host from the Fat Us podcast as well. Uh, Subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Uh, You can find the, fi- the Fat-Ass Podcast, the Mega Man's Podcast on Spotify, Apple, uh, Anchor. Are you on uh, uh, iHeartRadio?
1: Yes, I am.
0: I Oh, damn. <laughs> hey, Kate, when is Mega Man going to be on iHeartRadio? Hello, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, for all the crafter people, uh, amart's Brewery just released a New Zealand double IPA 9.6. Ooh. Get it at any retail beer store because it is very delicious and it's very smooth and one last thing Olivia when you we do another podcast I'm, I already got you and your boyfriend uh, a four pack of a varieties of beers uh, for you and your boyfriend from Mega Man
1: oh thank you so much once when I get better I'll get back into drinking beer I really appreciate it that's a big motivation for me to get better
0: you know it girl so Olivia you have a good night
1: Thank you, you as well. Take care.
0: All right. Later everyone. Mega Man and Livia's out. Bye. Late.